0: It's Dive of the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Hi, everybody, and a good afternoon to you. Danner Hoops in the studio along with Rachel Zerby of ABC10. Glad that you're with us and hope your Wednesday's off to a great start. Uh, we're here to take you the rest of the way through and we have play to talk about we've got hockey back tonight basketball is starting here in about a week or two and then uh, well starting officially they've got Mm preseason nobody counts that (laughs) and football's in the full swing of things baseball postseason officially got going last night Uh, that's kind of where I want to start because that was a lot of fun I didn't see Colorado doing what they did but that's pretty impressive to end up uh, dominating the Cubs offense like they did it was impressive to me and I I was surprised with the young man, Freeland, how he looked. Lester looked awesome, gang nine. And, you know, I think that was the right decision to pull him when they did and try to get another bat in there with the offense struggling. Unfortunately, you know, it just didn't work out for Chicago. But give Colorado a ton of credit. They made the plays. And I mean, three straight two-out singles. And Tony Walters was splitting time with another catcher this season. He comes up with a two-strike hit. It proves to be the game-winner.
1: Yeah, I mean, did anyone expect the Cubs to come out and score two runs in, what was that, Mm -hmm. like 22 innings Mm -hmm. at Wrigley Field, too? So that's even, like, kind of more impressive that the Rockies could get that done.
0: To me, I think next year they need to start with just showing the video on a loop of the Rockies and the Brewers celebrating at Wrigley next year. (laughs) And that's how they need to start spring training, because... Uh, there's a lot of upset Cubs fans. You know, the mm-hmm. bar's been raised. Uh, they make the playoffs again, as they were supposed to. But the collapse during the end of the season, I mean, I don't want to say it was a choke job, but it was a choke job. Yeah, they, <laughs>
1: that's not really the only way to put I it. I mean,
0: look at what happened to them the last how many weeks of the season or what have you. Uh, September 2nd, they had, what, a five-game lead. Then October 2nd, they're eliminated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what... What went over that, I know that they had the whole Addison Russell thing to deal with, you know, what have you, but the Brewers, to their credit, played well, and they were able to do what they did. They need to be nearly perfect, and they were basically Mm -hmm. down the stretch, and they earned their way into uh, time for the Central, enforcing a game 163. Rockies just made plays. The Cubs' offense was not good. They were built to win, but who could have predicted Tyler Chatwood would implode, or uh, <laughs> yeah. or you uh, Darvish would get yeah. hurt. So a lot went against the Cubs. I get that, but uh, they're a better team than that, and it's a really disappointing way to end the season. You know, five days ago mm-hmm. they're the top seed in the National League, and now they're done.
1: Yeah, that's got to hurt. <laughs> Especially, I mean, you had that home field advantage. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, their record on uh, September 2nd, 81-55. and 55, They had a five-game lead on Milwaukee. And then a month later, out of the playoffs. I Crazy. mean, that's, that's tough, you know, for a team that uh, had just won. Uh, the World Series a couple of years ago. And, you know, the bar had been raised. So mm-hmm. Chicago fans have higher expectations. By the way, last night's game, it was the longest winner take all game in Major League postseason history uh, as far as innings played. They went 13. No game had ever gone longer than 12. Longest playoff game at Wrigley Stadium, 4 hours 55 minutes. And the Cubs set a Major League playoff record using 23 different players in the game. So. Jeez. Wow. Plenty to plenty to go through. It kept yeah. everybody up late. Yeah. Uh, were you up late? <laughs> yes, I was.
1: <laughs> I was actually. I went to the gym after work, so I got there a little before midnight. And I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna stay here until the end of this game." Twelve forty-five rolls around, and I was like, "No, no, no, no!" Like, I I just gotta go. So I kind of really only watched the extra innings. But there was a point where I was just like, "Can we get on with things?" Mm-hmm. Like, the whole. Wilson Contreras, whatever was yes. wrong with his fake injury, whatever was up with that, <laughs> I was like, all right, move on. And then Javi and whoever like hugging, yeah, talking and about are like interference. I each was other. like, oh Roughing my god, passer. can we just, can we just get on with this game?
0: Well, hey, how about uh, we talked about the Cubs collapse? How about what they did in the final? Uh, months of the season you know what you're going to get out of guys like Rizzo and Baez and Bryant but what's made the Cubs great over the last few years and even earlier into this year is they've had key guys around them that are more than capable offensive producers uh, when you get guys like Russell and Schwarber Hayward Almora then Bodie here lately uh, when you get all of them going as well I mean who's going to stop that lineup but here's a look at what some of them did through the last two months of the season September into October, Kyle Schwarber hit two hundred thirty eight with two home runs. Jason Hayward, two hundred twenty two, one homer. Abraham Almora, two hundred thirty one, no homers. Bodie two fourteen no homers. Contreras one fifty two one homer. Addison Russell one fifty eight and no home runs. Ian Happ, 214, two homers. I mean that's that's not giving you a lot of support around your core guys and I mean you can say what you want about Joe Madden, because I know a lot mm-hmm. of blame's been thrown on him, but you're not who's going to win when you don't have, what, you've got three guys batting over 230? I mean, that's tough to win with.
1: Not to go off topic here, but the Oriole, Orioles manager is just fired. <laughs> Has he been fired? Buck yeah. Showalter's
0: been fired. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I said on the show yesterday that uh, it could not be much longer, and Buck Showalter is the latest yeah. manager to go. All right. Not, Can't say I'm too surprised. surprised by that. no yeah. uh. Uh, no, we did. We talked about that the other yeah. day on the show. That it's... article came out ranking this Orioles team as the fifth worst in baseball history. And hard to argue with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, 45 and 117. And and they haven't gotten better yeah. the last few years. They were, what, 81 and 81 three years ago. Didn't they make the ALCS and play Toronto like two years ago? I have no idea. And then last year they weren't good. And this year they were horrible. So, yeah. You know? <laughs> It shows that baseball's getting to a point. I didn't like this about baseball because I think it's turning into hockey as far as what they do with their head coaches. Uh, way too much gets put on them where if you're not winning titles every year, it doesn't matter if you get to the playoffs mm-hmm. or even if you make a run. If you're not winning titles, you're out. And that's kind of what happened with Paul Molitor yeah. yesterday. I hated that firing. Um, John Gibbons, Mike Socia weren't really per se forced out. Well, fired, I should say. They were more of given the opportunity to go out on their own terms. I think they both did that way, and you know it was the right move for them to do. Uh, so let me ask you this. We did a Twitter poll yesterday, and we actually did a couple of them, and I wanted to see what the fans thought, which American League managerial job is most appealing right now, and kind of surprised me the results that we got. Mm-hmm. About 60% of the vote had the Angels as the most appealing job, which, I guess it doesn't surprise me when you think about it. You get to work with Mike Trout. He's going to be edge. a
1: Philadelphia Philly soon, though. You think?
0: Is that your hot take <laughs> I of the I day? I would
1: love that. How about. No, Mike Bryce Trout Harper. And Bryce yeah.
0: Harper. Oh, no. I'd, he's move going back, I'd move back
1: home for Phil. He's going know. to the Cubs. I
0: don't know. Yes. Uh, but no, the Angels, they've got at least Trout, maybe more to work with Cole mm-hmm. Calhoun, and then. Uh, uh, I don't know, Puholtz is probably retiring. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you've got pitching if Garrett Richards is healthy. And Shohei Otani, when he's healthy, yeah. he can be a lot of fun to work with. Uh, about one of out of every three voters said the Twins job, which, okay. I mean, you've got some pieces to work. That You've got some hitters over there. Uh, pitching's getting better. Um, you know, they're not where they want to be, but a lot of things went against them this year. Uh, only about 10% of the vote had the Blue Jays job, which, Kind of surprises me. I, I mean, I didn't think it was that undesirable. Maybe it's the going to Canada thing. Yeah. I don't know, but, uh yeah. we could have added the Rangers in there too, and now we can add the Orioles. Um, I don't think I'd want the Orioles no. job right now, though. If no. I, if I were,
1: especially like it's Baltimore. It's, it's mm. not even like an appealing city. Really. Don't think so. I'm mean, not a big Baltimore it's... fan. Yeah, the Inner Harbor is really nice, mm. but. Yeah, that's okay.
0: It's it's hard to beat Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what got everybody over there. Well, shoot, a lot of Cubs fans are calling for the firing of Joe Madden, which Mm -hmm. I think is ridiculous. You have a guy that just won you your first World Mm -hmm. Series in 108 years, two years removed from it. Uh, Does he overmanage at times? Yeah, but he's a genius. I mean, the dude is a baseball genius. Um, I can't believe that there are people out there who think the Cubs would be better for firing Joe Madden.
1: Like you were saying, if you don't win a championship, like it doesn't matter. That's Mm-mm. like we just live in a day and age where people want championships now. Like mm-hmm. they think they're gonna happen overnight, and they mm-hmm. don't. Like that's not how sports mm-hmm. work. <laughs>
0: I, I give Madden credit because it was a tough choice with John Lester last night. I think he handled that well. Uh, if there was one glaring mistake that I think he made last night, uh, as far as being, you know, from a managerial standpoint was pinch-hitting Hayward with the bases loaded rather than Kyle Schwarber. Uh, how about this stat? Jason Hayward is hitting 151 for his career in the postseason. That is the worst in Major League history for any player with at least 100 plate appearances. And that's who he chooses Pathetic. to put up at the plate instead of Kyle Schwarber. I mean, that's yeah. that's a big mistake. But so many things could have gone differently to put to mm-hmm. not have him in that position. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's on Madden. He owns that mistake, I'm sure. But there's no way the Cubs are going to be better off for firing Joe Madden. No. Are we serious? No. I mean, like
1: the Cubs are going to be right back in it next mm-hmm. year too. Yeah, yeah, they like,
0: will. I mean, there can't be people who think no. this is the solution. Sorry, Tanner. Oh no. I don't know the to <laughs> oh, sorry, Siri. Uh, yes, yeah, Siri doesn't agree with yeah. it either, does she? Uh, if that were to be the case, then. Twins' job is open. I'd love to have Joe Madden come yeah, manage really. in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, he will he will be a manager somewhere. The uh, Cubs, I hope, are smart enough to hang on to him. But you never
1: know. know. <laughs> you, you, you
0: never know because the Twins weren't smart enough to hold on to Paul Molitor, and big mistake on their mm-hmm. part, in my opinion. I'm rooting for Molitor because I'm hoping he goes somewhere and wins a title because he's such a good manager, great player. He deserves it. He wasn't the reason the Twins were. Uh, not good this season. So uh, I look forward to seeing what happens for him. I look forward to seeing what happens here in the playoffs. Um, hard to predict. I mean, I was thinking, I thought Chicago would win last night, but I didn't think they'd get by the Brewers. Um, Colorado, they, they've they got some guys who can hit the ball, and they don't have any big names in the starting pitching rotation, but they have a lot of guys that get the job done. Uh, I don't see him getting by Milwaukee, though. I think they're playing on just a higher level right now. I don't know what to think about tonight's wild card game. <laughs> I mean, the Yankees are a team that are made to hit for power. Not a consistent team, which is why I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But they're not the team you want to play in a one-game situation. No. And Oakland's going with the whole opener tactic and starting uh, Liam Hendricks tonight. I hate the opener thing. One team had success with it. Now everyone thinks it's going to be the new thing to try. I hate it. I just want... I, don't, I know why they do it, but there's so many variables that go wrong with it. And if you get off to a bad start with it, then you know, you're uh-huh. in trouble. There goes your game plan for the rest of the game. So I don't like that they're doing it, but it's what they're going to try against New York. I'm thinking it's going to come back to hurt them. I kind of hope it does and we can get this whole opener thing out of the way. I'm going with the Yankees tonight. That's, that's my pick for the card. How about you?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Yankees as much as I don't
0: want to. You well, know, Severino gets another shot in the wild card Yeah, I know it, and you never want to cheer for the Yankees. I get that. Uh, but Severino did not look good in the wild card game last year against the Twins. They did everything right in the first inning, knocked him out and put a three spot on the board against him in the first inning. And then, of course, they blew it. But Severino's second go around, hoping to be a little bit better. But, uh,. I'm excited, nonetheless. It's going to be here on ESPN Radio, 7.30 pregame, 8.05 first pitch. John Chambi has a call along with Eduardo Perez. So we're excited for that. We're excited to get to what else we have on tap. Still plenty more to talk about as we continue on with Sports Pen here on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen, weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops along with Rachel Zerbe of ABC Marquette. Don't forget, Pigskin Payday is back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win. Play all season long for the $100,000 grand prize. Only at Ojibwe Casino in Baraga and Marquette. Well, uh, still plenty to go through as far as uh, the world of sports. And the NHL's back tonight. I know that's going to make a lot of people, myself Mm -hmm. included, happy. It starts out with the defending champs, Washington Capitals, uh, taking on Boston. That'll be a fun rivalry to have on, and I'm going to be channel-flipping between that, the Yankees game, I uh, hate both teams that are involved in it, Washington <laughs> yeah. and New York. Uh, you know, Boston's in there, too, so you hate them. All, so. <laughs> all three of those
1: teams, i was like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> so
0: uh, you're an Oakland fan for the night, yeah. maybe, but that's all right. Uh, no, hockey's back, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that horrible Philadelphia mascot uh, that you just came out with, He's looking like he's breaking the internet. Yeah, he's like I mean, a he, sensation. He's making headlines. Yeah. So
1: the Philadelphia Flyers marketing team, they knew exactly what they were doing. I actually saw that they were told they needed a mascot mm-hmm. and they like kind of refused. They're like, no, we don't want one. And no. then they're like, no, you need one. And they're like, okay. So here we go. We got to do ready. a flyer, so
0: we're gonna do a giant Muppet, yeah. Muppet looking. I don't know, uh, whatever it is, he's he's yeah, working exactly. I, I don't know how the fans are taken to him or whatever, but oh well. I'm I sure mean,
1: he'll be a fan favorite.
0: He's he's already an internet <laughs> sensation. Yeah. I don't know if he's a favorite yet, but he's definitely uh, he's definitely. I don't want to even say popular. Maybe he is for the wrong reasons. I don't know, but. Uh, I don't know. Good for gritty. You know he's yeah. doing his thing. Uh, so hockey's back. I'm excited. You know this is going to be this is going to be fun. I'll always love this time of the year. I'm partial to hockey. Uh, Northern here is going to be dropping the puck uh, about a week and a half from now. Mm-hmm. They go to Michigan State. Uh, they named their captains today. saw. So, so you know, good for them that uh, they were able to get um, get everything figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just I'm excited. You know this is such a fun time of the year where you've got. But- baseball wrapping up and then hockey now and it's just i love this
1: (laughs) i mean there's no doubt that october is the best sports month out of the year think so Uh, yeah everything with everything starting up i mean you got everything there's never like a dull moment in october it's
0: been tough for me to pick you know, it's, it's tough because October, you're right, and I like the fall weather, and, you know, yeah. we're getting spooky because Halloween's <laughs> showing up, and, uh, you know, the scary movies are on TV, yeah. but you know, I, there's a lot to like about October, there's no doubt. Uh, so anyway, back to Northern Denver, Pierce is the captain this season, Adam Rockwood and Philip Ballou are the alternate captains, a uh, lot to like about that team, uh, we're excited to see what Coach Grant yeah. okay. and those guys are able to do with them, but... uh they're going to be a fun team to watch this year. I'm so excited
1: for that to start back up. <laughs> they
0: are looking... That, well, they're not flying on the radar this year. The bar's no, been yeah. raised. Yeah. But thirteen are definitely high. Exactly. And their team, I think, that is more than capable of living mm-hmm. up to it. I mean, they will contend for the WCHA. Uh, they've got, I would say, the best goaltender mm-hmm. in the league with Adi Uh They've got guys who can fill up the net. Uh, they can... You know. It's, they've got unselfishness on uh-huh. that team, which is, you know, it can be rare. Um, in, in in college hockey, it's a little more rare, I think, than uh, people would give it credit for. But I love the unselflessness of that, mm-hmm. the selflessness of that team, I should say, and the way that they distribute the puck, they pass the puck. Uh, they got a lot of guys who are going to play at the next level.
1: Yeah, easily. And they didn't really lose that much. I mean, Robbie Payne is, like, mm-hmm. the big. But, like, all their goal scorers... Are back, Mm -hmm. So they didn't, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see how they come out. I'm excited for the NHL too.
0: I mean, because, and you know that they're excited for each other. I mean, college is going to be excited to watch the NHL, and NHL is certainly going to be keeping an eye on how college hockey works out this year. I've just waited so long for the NHL, and it's finally back.
1: Uh, See, I feel like the NHL literally ended last week, and it's back.
0: Well, yeah, because you play until June. Yeah, no but like
1: the NBA, it's, I feel like it's taking the NBA forever to get here.
0: Yeah, it's probably we still true. Have like
1: two more weeks.
0: That's probably there's probably truth to that, but
1: and I wake up every day and wish basketball was back, which <laughs> probably makes it seem like it's taking so much longer. But.
0: Well, uh, you talk about the NBA. Did you see who uh, just won General Manager's uh, Coach of the Year? Is Brad Stevens picked That's up 47% surprising. of the vote? Yeah, I, I like him a lot, yeah. so <laughs> he knocks off Greg Popovich and ends his seven year streak at it. But uh, those two are both very well deserving mm-hmm. in my mind, so I'm oh, yeah. you know, good for Stevens to do what he's doing. Uh, any predictions for Philadelphia this year as your, your fan pick and then your unbiased sports media <laughs> professional
1: pick? I mean, obviously, my fan pick NBA Finals, okay, but I do think. I think Boston is going to come out of the East. No I'm not. I'm not worried about the Raptors at
0: all. Really? Yeah. Why I don't is that? think.
1: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just never. It's the Raptors. Yeah. Like, they haven't proven themselves. They never yet. win the big game. Yeah. It seems like. And, and I mean, Markel Folt is hitting corner threes, no. so it's over for everyone in the okay. East
0: <laughs> except Boston. Yeah, except Boston. Except Boston. Uh, yeah, I think we've got the Big Four established there with Boston, Philadelphia, Toronto. And uh, Milwaukee, but then you look at maybe some of the sleepers down the East. I think Indiana's a team that people aren't talking about, oh, but yeah. should be. I mean, they're
1: Victor. I mm-hmm. love um, everything. I he, love every time he's in, in
0: Indiana, yeah. he makes good things mm-hmm. happen. Uh, Pistons will be a playoff team this yeah. year. I'm thinking. I think they'll uh, continue to get better.
1: Things could be interesting if Jimmy Butler goes to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could like, I mean, it would up their chances. Obviously, yeah, absolutely,
0: but. Cleveland's oh. not heading back to the no. playoffs. So.
1: They're out of the picture.
0: <laughs> <Cleveland> <laughs> I'm not, not...
1: They're, they're irrelevant right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Cleveland's not heading back, sorry to say, for uh, Cavalier fans. Doesn't make me too sad, to be honest with you, no. but I don't know. Uh, Tristan Thompson, how about his? Oh, uh, his like, what come is? on,
1: out of all people, maybe if it was like Kevin Love saying yeah. something, but like Tristan Thompson. that's a Thompson, big maybe. Like, you are bad at basketball. You have no room <laughs> to talk. <laughs> like, you didn't contribute anything to any of those
0: I love the clap back that came from oh, the rest yeah. of the league at him, though. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. You love that out of the NBA. A little oh, bit of banter. I, I
1: love, especially Joel Embiid. He mm-hmm. is the biggest troll on mm-hmm. social media, and it is so funny. I love it.
0: Uh, you have guys like that, that it's good for the NBA. You know, you see a little bit of controversy. Get the fans involved that mm-hmm. way. Uh, you know, and, and them on social media. And as long as their use of it is at least uh, professional, at yeah. least, you know, clean and what have you. Uh, football coaches doing that lately. Did you see that with uh, uh, Steve Spurrier and Les Miles, their bet, where... Uh, you know, they're all modders play this weekend. One eats grass if they win, the other wears uh his visor if they win. That's such an old man yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, you
1: have to wear my visor if my team beats you.
0: <laughs> oh visors are they're uh they're they're kind of with the fanny pack. Right
1: yeah, right. I was gonna yeah. say, are they like a thing? Still? Unless you're
0: you know, dealing blackjack yeah. in Vegas, you're visors. Yeah. But oh, God. Johnny Manziel tried to make it happen for a while at Texas A&M, but if there's not anyone who do could it, do it, it would be him. If he can't do it, nobody's <laughs> yeah, going to do exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, you know, we're talking about college football. Uh, you know who I think would be such a fun coach to have in the NFL is Mike Leach. Did you see him in the news uh, this no, week? No, uh, I I love that guy. You know, he's Washington State is. You know, never going to compete for the title. Mm-hmm. They'll—they're kind of like Virginia Tech, as they'll hang around the top twenty, twenty-five. They'll go nine and three every year. Uh, you know, they'll have some big wins, but they're never going to get over the hump. But Mike Leach is such a personality and a character. I love that guy because he's—he's he's just such a weirdo, but he's so personable he's and everything. He is. But uh, you know, he—he he won last week against Utah. Uh, throwing the ball for over 450 yards, rushing for exactly zero. And it's not even the first time in his career he's done it. He's won a game Wait, rushing for what? zero yards. Yes, look, <laughs> Washington State rushed for zero yards and won the football game over Utah last week. And he instills a pass-heavy offense, and that's what he's always been about since he was at Texas Tech. I just I love that guy. And I that's think he impressive. would be think how good of a he, I think he'd be a great NFL coach. Yeah. Because if you look at how the NFL is changing right now, the NFL rules are being changed to benefit offense. Uh, what we saw at the Vikings and Rams last Thursday night—that's what the NFL wants. That's the kind of game that they're leaning toward. We're off to what the best offensive start through four weeks in NFL history. Uh, what happened with Jacksonville and Tennessee two weeks ago when it was 9-6? to six. The NFL hates that. That's exactly what they want to avoid. A guy like Mike Leach I think would be perfect in the NFL. I mean, he could walk in for an interview, and if he was just not so weird, I mean, then they'd probably love him. Uh, but they had him on, uh, had an interview, where he talked about uh, his philosophy as far as, you know, when – coaches bring up, that there needs to be a balance between the rushing game and the passing game. I, I just love what he asked because every soundbite from him is an absolute jewel. Here's what Mike Leach had to say. There's nothing balanced about 50% run, 50% pass because that's 50% stupid. Now, uh, what what uh, what is balanced is when you have five skill positions, if all five of them are contributing to the offensive effort, in a somewhat equal fashion, then that's balanced. But this notion that if you hand it to one guy 50% of the time and then you throw it to a combination of two guys, the other 50% that you're really balanced and you proudly pat yourself on the back uh, uh, and tell yourself that, and people have been doing that for decades, well, then you're delusional. So, um, uh, yeah, that's how I look at it. Every soundbite from him is just a national treasure.
1: That's fifty percent stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, amazing. He tells it like yeah. it is and
0: I just I don't know. I'd love to see him take an NFL job. That would be fun. I love his teams. I mean they're they're always pass heavy and everything. You know, they're never gonna win the national title because I don't know, for whatever reason, they're always gonna hang around the uh top 20 or mm-hmm. so and win nine games a year which is fine you know a school like washington state will take that yeah you know, but uh but i i don't know i just would love to see him in today's nfl he's just i love what he does with mm-hmm. his offense and his, awesome. his stories and his way it goes on a tangent did coach in iowa for a few years uh a uh, little tiny college as an offensive coordinator so you now i'd love to see him make the big ranks someday uh tomorrow night colts and patriots that could be fun um That'll share some viewers with the NLDS, I'm sure. Not up here. We already know what people are going to be tuning into. (laughs) Uh, But Colts and Patriots could be fun. Pats needed a win last weekend. They got it in a big way. Uh, The Colts, uh, they could have tied, and then they handed a win to Houston. Um, I, I, I don't know. I know, I guess, why Frank Reich did it. But you had to know that you're literally taking an L if you miss. Yeah. I, mean.
1: I don't know. That was that was a strange one.
0: <laughs> we uh we did another Twitter poll yesterday and that, that was the other subject of it. Um and you're from, you know, Pennsylvania, so you can appreciate this. Who had the worst play call over the weekend? Was it Frank Wright and the Indianapolis Colts? Or was it James Franklin with Penn State <laughs> on his fourth down play you know exactly? Completely what I'm talking unbiased,
1: about. I'm going with James Franklin. <laughs> and, and that made me so happy. there! oh my gosh, I slept so good that night. Every time I can see Penn State lose, especially the way they did, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. You're beautiful. dark, like, Rachel. Beautiful. I, I hate Penn State <laughs> with every ounce of me. Yeah, I think
0: there are a lot of people out there <laughs> trying to figure out who they hated more between Penn State and Ohio State. Um, I, it was a toss-up, I'll give them that. Uh, but Penn State, first and foremost, before we get to the results, what are you doing on fourth down? Like, that is what you call? Yeah. You've got one of the best quarterbacks in the country and McSorley and that is what you go with? I mean, James Franklin That's owned horrible. it. You know? horrible. <laughs> he said they should have went with something else and everything.
1: Like, no. No. I mean, uh, would have thought What, James what was Franklin. his reasoning like, behind
0: yeah. that? I, I, That's horrible. I mean, the fan poll has 80% uh, saying that James Franklin's play call was worse. Far and away mm-hmm. uh, saying, that, agreeing with you that Penn State's call was worse, which I can agree with. I mean, at least Frank Reich had a justification for doing it. You know, we don't play for ties, we play to win. James Franklin had no reason for doing what he did. He, that was just... That was just...
1: the <laughs> stupidity. stupid. I don't even know. It was. Like, There's just nothing even to say other
0: than that. It was stupid. It was Pete carroll yeah. in the Super Bowl against uh, New England. Literally. What, Super Bowl 49. But, uh, shoot, yeah, we it gives us stuff to talk yeah. about. And, uh, <laughs> analyze. For you, it helped get you to sleep yeah. on Saturday night. <laughs> Oh, shoot, we got more coming up here on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. We have more with the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, the Sports Pen, weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN UP. Tanner Hoops along with Rachel Zerbe of ABC Marquette. Don't forget the Pigskin Payday is back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win. Play all season long for the $100,000 grand prize, only available at Ojibwe Casino in Barriga and Marquette. Well, we've touched on plenty. We've gone through all four major sports leagues at least once. I uh, got to a little bit of college. Uh, how about Northern coming up for this weekend? They're back at home. Uh, they have another tough test, and they're getting better week to week. But you just feel for what happened with them last week uh, with Davenport. Mm-hmm. Davenport came back. Give them credit. They found a way to force overtime. Uh, I know why they went for two at the end of the game, and that was the right call. Yeah, I, st- I still think that was mm-hmm. the right call because you know, like Coach said yesterday. Offense wasn't working, wasn't doing its thing. You don't want to go toe to toe with a team like that, a uh, team that's what? What are they four and one now? Uh, you, they have just such a strong offense. They're on the road. They have the momentum. You have one play and a chance to beat them. It was the right call to go absolutely. for it. It was just it just didn't work out that way. And you feel for that team because they're so much better than that one and four mm-hmm. record.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that could have. I mean, that went over Davenport. They should win over Northwood, so it could have mm-hmm. gave them a little more momentum, but like you said they're a lot better than that one and four record I mean they had a the tough stretch with mm-hmm. Ferris State Grand Valley but I don't know things th- they'll, they'll click I think they'll get it together on Saturday and hopefully come out and beat northwood I'm they, excited they need a win I'm
0: excited <laughs> for the second half of the year for them I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of reason to be optimistic mm-hmm. um, I think they're going to have a Strong second half of the year i don 't know if they can uh, try to get back to five hundred, what have you. I think it 's certainly in the realm of possibility they 're good enough too um, you know they 've got the pieces there and they 've shown it at times mm-hmm. it 's just been a struggle getting all four quarters together
1: yeah, and I think they give up too many big plays. The big plays just kill them. <laughs> if they could just contain some teams, then they would be fine but and limit their mistakes.
0: How about at the, uh, the higher level of, uh, college football, you've got Michigan hosting Maryland for homecoming. Michigan didn't look great last week against Northwestern. Granted, they had a big comeback, got themselves out of an early 17 point deficit. Uh, Maryland, not good. They're not going to be for a while and they've got all kinds of problems going off the field for them right now. Uh, they handed Minnesota their first loss. I'm not sold on Minnesota by any means as far as football goes. Uh, are we expecting any problems for Michigan this weekend?
1: I would no. I, I'm not I would, thinking I so either. I don't think so. No. I would hope not.
0: <laughs> How about uh, prime time, Wisconsin coming off their bye week, 16th ranked in the country, taking on Nebraska, who's still winless. I don't think see things getting any better for no. that Cornhusker team. And
1: Poor Scott
0: Frost. I do feel for him. I feel for Scott Frost. He's not used to losing like this. No. Um, you know, his first year at UCF, he took a winless team, and, Uh, they went 13-0 the next year. Nebraska fans, I guess that's their ray of light through all this or whatever, but uh, I don't know. I said last week, I think Ryan Stieg was on, and I said uh, Nebraska's 0-3 going up against Purdue. They're going to be 0-4 going into Wisconsin, aren't they? And they are. And now I'm saying they're going to be 0-5 playing whoever they play next. I wouldn't be surprised if they
1: beat Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Think they
0: go into Camp Randall and win?
1: Yeah. Why is that?
0: I hope so. I don't know, I just think,
1: like, Teams, I feel like they show up for big games like this. Like, okay. They're zero and four. Mm-hmm. Why not try to go in and? I mean, obviously they're going to try to knock off one of the top dogs. Right. So. I don't know. I okay. still have faith in Scott Frost.
0: I do too. I mean, he, I think we still uh, certainly the best is yet to come for them. Um, you know, it's it's a process, mm-hmm. as you know, and you got to trust that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's part of it. Exactly. It's growing pains exactly. and. I don't know. Things will work out for them eventually. Wisconsin fans and Wisconsin fans that are listening uh, hope that that is not this weekend. Uh, how about Michigan State? They're back home. They take on Northwestern. Uh, that's a noon kickoff. Northwestern had the early lead on uh, the U of M and ended up blowing that late. Now they've got to go on the road to Lansing. Uh, Michigan State, I thought they were on upset alert last week against Central. I thought that was a game Central would have a shot to win going into it. And gave them a little bit of a scare. Michigan State didn't play all that great in it. uh, But now they're back to conference play. At home again, this game has a lot of wild cards, uh, I think, in it. Because neither of them played particularly well last week.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. Because, you know, obviously Northwestern, they were close against Michigan. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, Michigan State's home. I don't think Northwestern really stands a chance. No.
0: No, <laughs> I I think it's going to be tough for them to do it. I you know Brian Lewerke's looked pretty good at some times this year, and other times he's looked inexperienced this year. So I don't know if he has uh, they they kind of run through him as far as feast or famine. Um, we'll see. You know I'm I'm still picking State just because they're at home. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a particularly good football game though. I will go on the record saying that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it might be a little messy, but I think State gets the job done
1: there. Yeah,
0: same. Any out-of-area games that you're looking forward to this weekend. Any stand out to you?
1: I haven't even looked at the schedule, if I'm it being completely honest. I, I don't know. Probably yeah. someone from the AAC. Okay. Well. <laughs> I haven't well, looked that Owls. far in advance. That's all
0: right. They've got, a, you know, to be honest, I'm biased, but the Notre Dame-Virginia Tech game, that's okay. the big one for me yeah, that I'm looking I forward to. I'm worried for that game because I think I'm more worried for this one than Stanford from a Notre Dame perspective. <laughs> Just You go on the road, they're uh, inducting Frank Beamer, giving him a statue, whatever they're doing over there in Blacksburg, and they're going to get up for this game. It's a hostile environment. I'm getting flashbacks of last year's Notre Dame-Miami game, and (laughs) I just have a bad feeling Notre Dame's going to lose this weekend, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are happy to hear that. I
1: don't know, we'll see. There's a lot of ranked matchups there this year it's, it's going to be a pretty this, good weekend and,
0: uh, yeah, there's going to be some good matchups coming out through college football. Uh, you have week seven of high school football that 's supposed to be rivalry rivalry week in itself, and I think there are some people that are maybe a little frustrated at how the schedule panned out this year uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, the only rivalry I see on this week 's schedule is like Escanaba and Gladstone. Mm-hmm. I mean granted I haven't this is my first football season in the UP so I don't really know but like I thought like it was like Ashmeen and Westwood mm-hmm. like those supposed games supposed to be rivalries like that
0: supposed to be this weekend yeah. I would think and uh
1: the uh, slate of games this Friday is not exciting No I mean it's, <laughs> it's not, it not accessible
0: for the Marquette area no. either I mean everyone Everyone's pretty much on the road and there's what? Mm-hmm. We have one game within an hour radius or something yeah. like that.
1: Launch. Westwoods at
0: launch. Westwoods that, at launch. I think that's and, like
1: the closest.
0: Uh, I mean that's an hour and ten away, yeah. so I mean everything is kinda spread out. So what do you do on a Friday night when you get up here? I mean I I don't want to say that there's nothing to do up here. I just I've been told that high school sports are their source of entertainment. Exactly. Up here in the UK. Yeah,
1: I mean NMU volleyball's not even home, like there's mm-hmm. I mean, Ishpemine plays on Saturday. Nagani, where even you? Gug- whatever. I mm-hmm. think they're all the way down there. Why is Ishpemine playing
0: on Saturday?
1: I don't know. They're at West Iron County, though.
0: For basically the division championship over there. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. a great question. <laughs> well, all right. Whatever they want to do over there, as yeah. long as they keep winning. They're into the playoffs already. Yeah. Uh, I talked with Ryan about this last week. Uh, we could realistically get three and up to five Marquette County teams in the postseason this year. I think there's a realistic shot for three. There's an outside possibility to get all five. I, mm-hmm. We know Ishpeming's in. I think Westwood's going to make it. Yeah. Uh, I think Marquette, they are in a good position to win the Great Northern Conference. And if they get to five and four and they win the conference, I think that's a pretty good bubble resume to get them mm-hmm. in. What about you? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's Ishmael, there's Calumet, I think Westwood will get in, too. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I think it's kind of a toss-up. I mean, you mentioned Marquette, Mm -hmm. I think they'll be on the bubble, but that's like, no one else is really Mm -hmm. standing out.
0: Nagani's got, what, they've got two pretty winnable games coming up here in the next couple of weeks, and then they've got Westwood in Week 9, so... Mm -hmm. If they take care of business, do what they're supposed to, they're 5-4 and four or 6-3 with a quality win over Westwood. They could be a uh-huh. bubble team because I think they're better than their record shows. Gwynn is better than their record shows. If they get healthy and they get in toward the end of the season, they might be a team nobody wants to see in the playoffs. If they get in at full strength, they could be pretty tough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen them play in full strength. The only times I've seen them play is the past two weeks, and mm-hmm. they've just...
0: They've been banged up and it's it. and I know that coaching staff isn't going to take uh, any injuries as an excuse or anything. But it, I mean, it's tough to win yeah. when you've got three <laughs> two way starters that are out. So I mean, we'll we'll say it for them. But yeah, it's true they're dealing mm-hmm. with injuries. But if they can scrape across two wins here in the last three weeks, I mean they they're yeah. in for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like what happened in Notre Dame basketball. If they can get to five and four, you take into consideration the lost players, the injuries, what have you. Maybe they make their case. Uh, I'd like to see him get in. You know, I'm pulling for those guys. Uh, right now, uh, yeah. right now, I think they are in as far as the projection, and they're playing Ishpeming the first round is uh, <laughs> is what I saw. In that.
1: We all know how that game one. Well,
0: they were injured, though. I want to see it at full strength. I don't know. I, I think that could be a fun game when when you've got Gwyn at full strength. Not to say Ishpeming... Uh, only won because of injury. They might have won the game anyway. They look like the real deal this year. But I think it would be a lot better game uh, with Gwyn healthy. And I kind of want that to happen in the playoffs. I want to see that matchup. Uh, Westwood, they have scheduled against Calumet, the latest playoff projections. I know Westwood wants another shot at them really, really oh, bad yeah. after week three. Uh-huh. That's a game they very well could have won, and it's a game that very well might cost them the West Pack this year. Um, I think that they would relish having a shot at Calumet in the first round, I don't know, and I think that would
1: be a good game. <laughs> I think that's
0: probably the worst case scenario for Calumet. Mm-hmm. I, Westwood right now is in as a three seed in the latest projections. They might be the most dangerous three seed in Michigan if they if that is indeed the case.
1: Yeah, I mean we have the Copper Kings and the and Ishpeming who are like the undefeateds, but mm-hmm. other putting them aside, I think Westwood is the only other team that stands out to me. That like, shows potential. I mean, Nagani, they're there, but they just need to take it mm-hmm. up a notch, I think.
0: And I think last week we saw how good Nagani really can be. It felt like that they've been right mm-hmm. on the cusp and they've had so mm-hmm. many close games. they were waiting to explode. Last week, they finally did. and They get a blowout win over Lance. I think we can come to expect good football like that from Nagani. Mm-hmm. They can finish strong I mean, down the Jason stretch. Jason Waterman's a player. Yes, he is. That kid's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they'll make their case to be mm-hmm. in the postseason here and during the final three weeks. They keep up that level mm-hmm. of aggressiveness. Uh, Westwood just seemed to miss Friday Night Lights last week. That game, that was fun. You know, they... Uh, Hancock is not a bad team. They have, what, three losses decided by a total of five points. Mm-hmm. They could easily be four and two. And Westwood blows they're them
1: just, away. Just ran them to the ground. <laughs> I mean, that's a
0: good win for Westwood. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's kind of like you could have, would have, should have. Mm-hmm. Think about the Brown season while we're on the topic. How. What happens if they were 4-0 and if a thing, few things went differently?
1: If they just started Baker Mayfield. If they like. started
0: Baker Mayfield. Uh, if Baker's defense doesn't allow 45 points and allow the Raiders to win in overtime, uh, Baker puts up 42 and they still lose. Yeah. It's like the most Browns thing that uh-huh. can happen. Uh, what else has gone wrong for them? They could have beat the Steelers with a kicker. Yeah, Could have beat New Orleans with a kicker. They could be 4-0 and right now. And the AFC, to me, is... Far from decided, uh, I think Le'Veon. By the time he comes back, he might be coming back to a lost season. The way what, Pittsburgh week, is going,
1: week seven. Exactly, they were saying? season might be over by then. Yeah, Pittsburgh, <laughs> the way things are going, and
0: yeah. Baltimore and Cincinnati are never teams that you can count on to mm-hmm. run away with anything. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to see Cleveland get on a run and be in the playoff talk.
1: I would too. That It'd would be, be so easy. much fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, shoot, we've got one more break. We owe you. We'll take it now. We'll come back. We'll finish this thing off. You're listening to the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, the Sports Pen, weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN UP. Tanner Hoops along with Rachel Zerby from ABC Marquette. Don't forget Pigskin Bay Day is back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win. Play all season long for the one hundred thousand dollar grand prize only at Jibway Casino in Barraga and Marquette. Well, to finish off the Sports Pen uh, once again, NHL starting tonight, NBA right around the corner, Major League Baseball playoffs starting officially last night, and then uh, football's in full swing. So once again, October. Probably the best time of year if you're a sports fan because you've <laughs> got everything going. Uh, for those who I don't know are more of golf people, you had a Ryder Cup over the weekend. Are you a golf person?
1: No, but I heard uh, uh, the Ryder Cup didn't very didn't go very well.
0: Not for America. <laughs> no, no. I mean
1: I know they lost, but either in the loss, I just heard it was kind of bad.
0: And reportedly, there was an incident where Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka had to be separated. Um, you know, and that was that's allegedly yeah. happened at a party uh, after the U.S. was you know lost again. Europe has basically owned that trophy. To me, golf needs more of that. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, people need a little more of that in exactly. golf. I'm not a golf person. You know, I'm. I know. I don't knock people for watching it, but I'm not going to watch it. Uh, I loved playing tennis. Um, you know, I did that for a long time. Uh, I hate watching it. I absolutely hate watching tennis, uh, whether it's in person or on TV. Um, so, you know, I just, I don't know. It's not even a fast-paced thing because I like watching baseball. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Uh,
1: I am excited, though, for the Phil Mickelson Tiger Woods thing. I'm actually excited yeah. for that, too. I, I mean, obviously everyone has grown up watching them, but mm-hmm. I'm, I was more of a Phil girl growing mm-hmm. up, so I want him to win. I don't like Tiger Woods. Really? Yeah.
0: Is it kind of? Off the field, off the yeah. course issues, yeah, well, there's a lot but of people like I think are I respect like his game, like, it was too. awesome
1: to see him mm-hmm. that, like, last Sunday, or two Sundays ago, mm-hmm. like, that's cool, but I just don't... I,
0: I grew up a Tiger fan, and then, you know, he had his off the course issues, and, uh, I mean, but right, you've got mm-hmm. the professional respect for him, and he was such a big yeah, part yeah. of our upbringing, him and Phil, how special that rivalry is for golf, and for sports in general, that may be the one golf event I'll watch. Oh, yeah. you know, that's that'll Absolutely. be fun at least uh-huh. to see how that it is gonna give us plenty to talk about. Yeah. Rolls around. <laughs> uh, shoot, so we've got that working out. Uh, we've got the NBA right around the corner. We know where you stand as far as the process getting Philadelphia to the finals, uh two seed and falling to Boston the East Finals. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're thinking?
1: Yeah. Okay. That's what I wanna say should have. I think that's what everyone's thinking. But, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I think wouldn't think there's be a lot of people thinking
0: Toronto. I'm kind of surprised you're not I just don't like, I,
1: okay, they have Kawhi now? Like, okay, like, I don't know, the Sixers have like five
0: key people. They've got five Kawhis. No. they well, even better than Kawhi. More personal than Kawhi. I don't know, the Kawhi.
1: Raptors, they haven't proven themselves you yet, know. so.
0: And, and I don't think, I don't think,
1: I don't think they're gonna, gonna this year mm. either.
0: No? No. New head coach, Nick Nurse, and uh, Iowa native. Actually grew up an hour south of my hometown, so good for him. You know, he's able to uh, represent Carroll, Iowa, and... uh, Coach in the NBA. Uh, still think it was a terrible move firing Dwayne Casey. You know, basically LeBron fired him, not, uh, not the Raptors. Hey, I mean, he's
1: down in Detroit now, so Pistons fans mm-hmm. can't – I wouldn't be too upset. I like the hiring.
0: Pistons will be in the playoffs this year. They will. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'll be in deep seed. Yeah. But, you know, they'll be in. They'll be uh, kind of like the Lakers. They'll be a low seed, but they'll be in. Mm-hmm. You know, how do people not think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs when you look at that team? I know the West is good, but – I think they're going to be in. What about you?
1: Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, it's LeBron James. He's going to take his team to the playoffs. But no they're not way. Gonna he do doesn't anything. make it. They're not yeah. going to do anything. No.
0: <laughs> but they'll make the playoffs. How about <laughs> LeBron's relationship with the L.A. media? It's already kind of off to an icy start. Mm-hmm. Uh, the media's not going to love him. He's not the golden boy like he was in Cleveland. It's the L.A. media. You know, they rip people apart mm-hmm. when they go over there. It doesn't have to be an athlete. Uh, their job is... You know, I don't want to knock on them or whatever, but their job is a lot different than what it is in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're a lot more objective out there in LA, and they're not gonna pamper LeBron. I don't think he cares. I think he he's fine with it. You know, he's out there to star in Space Jam and to play a little basketball yeah. for the Lakers. Yeah,
1: I mean LeBron doesn't he doesn't care. No. <laughs> it's LeBron James. Come on.
0: How excited are you though for Space Jam Two to come out?
1: I don't even want to say this. I haven't even seen Space.
0: Jam. You've never seen Space Jam? Are <laughs> you kidding?
1: I've not seen the whole thing. Like, Rachel I don't... <laughs> Zerby of
0: ABC Marquette has never seen Space Jam. No. Public shaming no. is beginning immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rachel, that's like part of our generation I know. growing I've, up.
1: I have never, I've never, like I've seen like clips. Mm-hmm. But, like I've never sat down and watched the whole thing and I'm very embarrassed by it's it. It's
0: such a good movie. I
1: just don't like movies. You don't like movies, no. really? yeah. I don't know. I'm surprised by that. I don't have the patience to just sit there and watch really? stuff on a screen.
0: Yeah. See, I am a cinephile, cinephile I don't know, whatever you call it. I love <laughs> movies. Love no. movies.
1: Like, yeah. left and right, all my friends make movie references constantly, and I'm like, I just roll my eyes. They're like, you haven't seen that, have you? I was like, nope. Like, I've never seen The Lion King fully through.
0: So you don't know what, like, So Fetch references to or anything like that?
1: Isn't that, like isn't, well today's so like much. Mean Girls Day. There you go. I know it's that, mean it's mean October Day. 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> and Wednesdays we wear pink, I know that. See, okay, good.
0: That. good, good. See? Shoot, <laughs> well, oh man, you gotta watch Space Jam, and Space Jam 2 is something I'm excited for. I know it's, you know cartoons and everything, but it's going to be one of those cartoons that everybody from like our generation, maybe not you, is going to go and watch because we grew up with that. And it's going to be, yeah. well, I mean, you know the story where like the five, uh, five of the best players had their talent stolen by little aliens and they had to battle the Looney Tunes. Yeah, who, there's
1: like the Monstars Yeah, the something. Monstars yeah. and they
0: recruit Michael Jordan to come help them because it's like 1996 mm-hmm. and Jordan's still... Uh, The best player in the world at the time So now they're making a sequel And basically LeBron is Going to do it instead of Jordan this year Uh, I I like Larry Bird's my all time favorite player Being a Celtics fan so I loved his cameo in there Dan Aykroyd uh, was in It was a good movie And then I'm excited to see who they all have in it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've never seen Trainwreck, I'm guessing, then, either.
1: No, that's when
0: LeBron was, that,
1: yeah, that's I, a, I think I've seen that one. LeBron
0: <laughs> is a good actor. He is a great He's a great basketball no. player. He is a great mm. actor as well. That guy is so talented. He was awesome in Trainwreck. So, uh, no, I yeah. loved him in that. I'm excited to see him in Space Jam 2. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see which player, if they go with the same plot as they did in the first movie... That's kind of what I've been trying to test myself. I haven't come up with an answer. Maybe you can. What five players from this NBA would they steal talent from for the monsters? That's what I've been asking myself. I can't <laughs> is think this of what an keeps answer. you
1: up at night. It what, is. what players are going to be does. In Space Jam
0: too? I, it, it does. It's like I I feel like Curry's going to be there. Uh, Durant will be there. James Harden probably. They'll.
1: What about D Wade? It's LeBron.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I feel like Dwayne is gonna kinda be like what Larry Bird was to Jordan in that movie and they'll they'll be like friends and everything, but No I respect. Don't I don't know. I think <laughs> I think that there's a younger generation that is passing Dwayne all kinds of respect for True. him. True. Like I saying, guess in today's
1: day and age it would have to be like like Kevin Durant. It's like saying Jordan, Kevin Garnett
0: would be one of the guys yeah. that would be stolen right now. Or Kobe no no no, I could say actually Kobe, Kobe. being the guy that LeBron hangs out with, like a Larry Bird. I would track that about Dwayne. <laughs> uh, Kobe, I hope he gets in the movie at some point. Um, Kawhi might be in there. I don't know who the fifth guy would be. I mean, you could...
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's a it depends what go with. how they, like, base... I don't Anthony want to say, like, Davis? generation or, like, what day and age they kind of mm-hmm. base it off of. Because if it's present time, it's obviously all those guys. But, like, what about, like... Tim Duncan, yeah. those old school guys mm-hmm. who aren't really old school for us, but no. for like <laughs> the younger people. If we're talking
0: ten years ago, yeah. Kobe, uh, Duncan, um, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, guys like that. Yeah. Um I don't know Tracy McGrady. Oh, T Mac!
1: <laughs> I had T Mac in eighth grade. <laughs> I love them.
0: Oh, that was that was fun growing up in oh, that age of basketball. Yeah. And the Charlotte Bobcats were a thing. Oh, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! No, um, I think that would be my five of the Monstars right now. I think you just helped me in the sports pen help me figure it out: uh, Durant, Curry, Kawhi, uh, Anthony Davis. At Harden. I think that'd probably be the five I'd go with. Now I can sleep. Now I can sleep. No
1: no Westbrook?
0: Oof. Okay, now I'm not gonna sleep again.
1: <laughs> I think I would kick out
0: Anthony Davis. Yeah, I forgot. So as much Westbrook. as I, I, I like I like there, the though. brow, but you need a big in there is the thing. And I think Westbrook's more talented than Dave. Oh no, I'd kick Kawhi first. I'd kick would? Kawhi. I, don't I, think, uh, yeah. I just don't think Kawhi would be in a movie. I don't know. I mean, no. he doesn't... <laughs> think of him in a movie. It's it's a comedy. He can't laugh. Yeah. Did you hear him laugh a few weeks Westbrook ago? Westbrook
1: and Anthony Davis honestly would be... Hilarious. And Westbrook
0: is a personable guy. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Uh-huh. You'd like to hang out with a guy like. They
1: that. should make a Space Jam three out of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think about like twenty years yeah. from now, and we're doing a Space Jam three, and we've got like LeBron Junior. Uh, Bronny, yeah, Bronny Zion Williamson, yeah, or whoever's uh, coming Dwayne Wade's son, like <laughs> Dwayne Wade the third, robot Kobe. I don't oh know. God. It's yeah. there's a. I'm excited to see where we're at and like yeah. at whatever the world's going to look like then. Well, we are out of time. As always, appreciate you tuning in. Rachel, thanks so much for being on. Look forward to having you again next week. Yeah, no problem. That's Rachel Zerbe of ABC Marquette. Hope you enjoyed the show. We enjoyed having you. Once again, we're back on tomorrow, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. Signing off in the ESPN WZAM studios, Ishpeming Marquette. I'm Tanner Hoops. Enjoy the Will Kane Show.